now listening to the sounds of the Fall Black. Fall Black. Fall Black. Welcome to the Ball Black Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Red Hood Wade. And to the left of me, well, you can't see him on the screen, but he's on my left. I almost called this a period Super Woke Javi, but you are the Lord of La- Lord of Woke Varia, Super Woke Von Doom. Yo, yeah, where's all these? Just, what's up? So I'm trying to be all Barry White on the on the mic. I'm not trying to be Barry White. I can, I can see half of your head. Hey, all right. Welcome to Woke Varia. We are live on the scene and we have a special shout out to all our book variant lovers out there <laughs> what'd you say did you're crazy it'll be what it is man brandon Orton will be joining us soon uh we don't want to rush the rush the gentleman he's got some stuff going on but he'll be on here to do the wrestling recap and talk about some other stuff that just broke but before we get into that let's talk about Judgment Day, Javi. What's been going on, man? Like, it's if you haven't read Judgment Day, like you're missing out. Karen Gillan has been killing this um, series, and for some reason, it's been going quicker than normal. As opposed to the regular like once a month thing that Marvel has been doing, it seems like they've been adopting over the last, I think, couple of crossovers. It's been like every other week, I think. Yeah, every week actually has been a new Judgment Day. Since it started, I don't, I don't, I don't remember a week where we didn't have a Judgment Day. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's getting crazy. Uh, everybody's so kind of screwed right now, and um, it's almost done. We're at Judgment Day number five out of six, so there's going to be a conclusion eventually. Yeah, some crazy shit just happened. A lot of rules. A lot of rules have been broken. Yeah, and one the biggest rule in particular. Tell them about it. Yeah, no, no human resurrections, and uh, yeah, of course the first human resurrection will be. Actually, I don't even think is this the first human resurrection. No, if we had to say it, it would probably be Scarlet Witch would be the first human that was resurrected. Yeah, but is she a human? Who knows now? Well, according to Axis, which you know none of us actually really give a shit about, yeah. they made her and Pietro are no longer mutants, so. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's going to change. They did that for a reason. Mutants weren't really something Marvel was focusing on at the time. But that's definitely changed. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Judgment Day has occurred. The Celestial has found a world wanting, and he's going to destroy everything, including the Earth itself. And... Uh, so the heroes are pretty much making a last stand. They're trying to get everybody together to attack this celestial, because to be them, to be, they're not going to give up. Um, they're not going to let the celestial win. And uh, but he's going around killing everybody, including Captain America. And all the heroes get together and pretty much say they need a plan. They need a hero. They need something, someone to motivate them. They need. The, the pinnacle of, I don't know, of of leadership. You know, they even mentioned, like, yo, we like Cyclops. Cyclops is a great leader, but that's not who we need right now. And uh, as you can see, they resurrect Captain Friggin' America. Yeah. Crazy. I'm actually shocked you, you skipped over the part where Captain America gives a speech to the entire world. And the Celestial's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, what kind of god would I be if I took back my word? Like, I'll, you know, I, I'll make it interesting. I'll make it creative. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll make your destruction creative because I'm a god and we create, which was a cold bar. And um, yeah, so, you know, the one thing I, I'm taking away from this series is that prior to this, there was a lot of separation. Like, the Marvel world reflected the world that we lived in, right? Um, the Trump administration, like all the division, it kind of re- started reflecting that. Even the role that the U.S. played in the comics, 
um, the Avengers aren't even an American team anymore. And yeah. so there was a lot of like, you know, the mutants went and did their own thing. They pretty much gave up on the rest of the human world. Um, the Eternals have always kind of been doing their own thing. Um, and you can see all these groups coming together now, working together because they have to. It's kind of crazy. I think one of my favorite parts about this was the super, the super um, conservative guy trying to figure out why he was judged wanting and his son lashing out on him. He goes, Tom hears the sky start to burn and turns to his, to his beaten face to his family and full of self-pity and asks, what did I do to deserve this? His son takes a deep breath and decides that it's time to tell him who he is. Tom had no idea. But it's not even just that. It's like even like the super liberal who's like who got judged wanting and she's just like, you know what, I don't really care. Um, it's not time for me. It's time for me to look over look at other people. And then the celestial had to sit back and rethink what it was going on because that was a point of humanity to take a look at yourself, realize that there's something wrong, and then just go, you know what, it is what it is. I'll just continue to do what's right. And I love that part of it. They're showing both sides of the extremes of both sides, which is something we talk about fairly often. Yeah, we do actually. Um, um, we do talk that con like, I don't know, man, this, I, I, I'm very curious as to see how, how this is going to end, to be honest with you. Like at this point, I'm, 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 I'm kind of like at a loss for words as to where they're going to go from here. Um, at this point, it feels like it's dragging a bit, but uh, it's still a fun ride. You know what's funny is we don't even know if this is just another one of the Celestials games. Exactly, and that's the thing. I was I just I was reading the Fantastic Four tie-in, uh, and like oh uh, shit, I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, but like um, X Force, it it's. It's not super tied into what's happening. There's kind of like another plot going on. Um, but even that, it's really it really seems like it's really just the individual characters kind of like coming to terms with who they are and like what they what they what they stand for. Like it's 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 crazy. The Celestial really is playing a game, and I feel like the, at the end of all of this, you know, the Celestial is gonna be like, "Psych! I wasn't gonna kill you guys. I was just trying to teach you a lesson." But then we have someone like Uranus still out here. I mean, he got he kind of got he got smacked a little bit by Magneto and Storm, but <laughs> I think he's still gonna be around. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no like this could end in so many different ways. But I think regardless of how it ends, we're gonna see a lot. Um, we're gonna see a lot of like coalitions building between the different groups. You know, I think. Um, Krakoa is going to open up their borders a little bit more. Um, Arako is definitely changing. Um, can't wait to see how that changes them. And um, I just can't. I can't wait to see how see how it changes individual characters as well because there's a lot of character development going on. I got to say that X Men Red has probably been my favorite part of AXC. It's like like you just said, and the reason I bring it up is because you talked about how. Arako has been evolving and it's super dope. They're not the regular, oh, where everything is must be fighting and it must be individualism. And now they're like, they're understanding the idea of compassion, the un they're understanding the idea of what it means to be a team. And it was all, and it's kind of one of those things that I truly believe in. Like, I would take one person to get the momentum going to really change like life in for one person to help another person. Now you have two people and then those two people help two more people. Now you have eight, you have four, excuse me. And then from four, you have eight. And that's kind of what we're seeing with X-Men red. And I fucking, I love every second of it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yo, how's my name? Oh, actually, no, I think I was right. You were a hundred percent right. You were a thousand percent right. Go back and listen to the old episode of, yeah. Of beat ball black nerds and Harvey was right. It's, it, tell tell him what you said. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I usually I'm not the type of person to be like, yo, I was right about this, blah blah blah. I, I don't really care about any of that shit. But I thought it was interesting. Um, so 
Magneto he got his heart ripped out and he's still alive and we're trying to fit we were trying to figure out like how is he still alive right now um and one of the we had a couple of theories one of the theories that i threw out there was um you know this iron in your blood and he's the master of magnetism so it's very interesting i would be very interesting to see if he's actually using his powers to circulate his blood around his body and that's exactly what he's doing that's freaking cool like he has he had to well before storm gave him a power up yeah literally um think every microsecond about pumping the blood around his body like that's crazy but also cool when you think about the heart it's just a pump so yeah why not yeah one of the things i think and again Al Ewing, we we are a, everybody here on the show loves Al Ewing, but it was something in particular that he that um the writer wrote in there, Al Ewing, when Storm and Magneto were using their powers together, and they go usually something like this is reserved for people making love, but we didn't come here to make love, we came here to make war, and it destroys this giant gorilla looking thing with magneto and storm's powers together and i was like yo yeah and that's crazy because those are just like pretty much uranus's toys i mean they gave it to them but like the fact that that was such a devastating attack that is changing the face of Morocco, like yeah and you know it's crazy and i think it proves you know just how powerful someone like storm is like she's She's very like I don't know. It's everybody's getting tested, and I still, I still, I can't wait for Legion of X's tie-in because I really want to know what happened to Legion. I, yeah, I actually the there was a uh, Legion. There wasn't an issue with Legion of X that came out. I haven't read it yet, but it wasn't tied in. Okay, yeah, but this Legion of X has been dope. Yeah. Something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, speaking of X Men Red, was Iska the Unbeatable. I'm wondering whether or not she actually has control of her powers. Because the way it looked, it didn't, the way it looked and the way it was worded, it almost kind of seemed that because the odds were so insurmountable, that her mind just immediately changed. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering how much of her powers are up to her. I mean, it's not. I mean, I think X of Swords kind of um showed that you know it's like she can't her power is that she can't lose and then in Araco losing means losing a battle like you know so it could mean anything but based on her cultural upbringing losing ultimately means losing a battle so she can't lose any battle so as soon as a war starts she's always going to be on the winning side so yeah I think you're right I, I mean I think she doesn't have control but I think that's the whole point which is a is a insane concept because I don't see her surviving this, but I feel like her winning is gonna is we're gonna come back to what happened with Sunspot, mm-hmm. and I I wonder whether or not she's tired of being alive because she's been very weird about the council, well their version of the um the Quiet Council, and when. She technically lost. I think that's. I think she found a way to win without losing, as they put it. I don't think she wants to live, and I think in order for her to die, she has to want to die. She has to want to lose a battle, so she could still die and lose a battle, but she's technically won because that was her point to begin with. So I wouldn't be shocked if she dies. The next fight she gets into. That's a very interesting theory. Let's see. It, let's see it happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So, how do you think this ends? I have no idea, bro. Hey, Honestly. you put you put it on here, man. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I honestly think that we talked about how it's going to end pr- earlier in this episode. I don't know if this is going to be what I think. This is going to end the way Civil War ended with comic book fans not really being happy with the conclusion i honestly feel like there will uh this is all just a vision shown by the celestial Mm -hmm. because too many people died 
a lot went on with Kokoa, but I honestly feel that like I'm gonna be satisfied with it because back to something again that you said earlier in the episode is like there are gonna be consequences despite them being permanent. Mm-hmm. Because too many people have, like Thor's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not something that can just happen. But I feel that mutants are gonna have to really take a look inside themselves and go, hey, we have to re we maybe not reopen the borders per se, but I think they're going to be a little more open to how they go about life. Stop being assholes. Yeah. I understand it in some ways because a very Wakandan uh, lifestyle where they're kind of like, Hey, the borders are cold closed Uh and that's just what it is. But I think they're going to start offering the medicine maybe at a cheaper cost. Um, they could, you know, I think that things are going to be different. The Krakoan human relationship is going to be a little bit different now. I think they're going to be a little more open to accepting certain things. And if that's the one thing that's going to be different. Yeah, they're not going to be able to say, they're not going to be able to say that humans can't be resurrected anymore. That's another thing. Well, that's, that's the other part is like, I don't know if that's actually going to be a thing if the celestial is making them think something yeah 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 no um i think it ends with uranus kicking everybody's ass for a little bit and then everybody coming together and beating him and then the celestial i don't know somebody steals the celestial's powers um reed richards is currently working on a plan god that's reed richards working on a plan is scary in itself yeah, so I mean, it's either gonna be the greatest plan on earth, or it's gonna make things so much worse. Yeah, it's it's, it's always one of the two. So mm-hmm. for October, we have um, so next up we have AXE Avengers number one. I think I read that one, uh, but we have in October it's AXE Death of Death to the Mutants number three, AXE X Men one, AXE Iron Iron Fist one, Star Fox one, Captain Marvel forty two, uh, Fantastic Four forty eight, Immortal X Men number seven. X Force 33, X Men Red 7, AXE Eternals number one, Legion of X6, which you're waiting for, mm-hmm. and AXE Judgment Day number six. Those are all coming up in October, according to the checklist that's at the end of on Judgment Day. Yep. I am super excited. This has been one hell of a crossover. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And you were amped about this from the jump. Because you've been up on Eternals for a while. You've been talking about the Eternals since the series started. I am, like I've said in the show, maybe about four or five issues behind. But it's it's been really good. I have no complaints so far. I will say I don't I disagree when you said it's getting kind of like slow. But I kind of like the last issue specifically because it was a little bit slower. Because there was this like the build to it wasn't like hit after hit after hit after hit. The beginning of the issue was like all action, but I love the way the Celestial was talking their shit. Like you said, it was like, oh, well, I'm going to be creative with how I kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the um, the idea of like Thor throwing a literal hammer at it. <laughs> and it was like, and it still didn't work. Yeah. I mean, at least he said he, he thought it made him, I don't know, think about it a little bit. Like, I wouldn't even say he paused him, but I don't know. He took Thor out so easily. Celestials are nothing to play with, bro. Period. At all. So I'm trying to find the exact... Oh, here we go. So it said, um, yes, Thor is worthy, but the world is not. I make every part of Thor unworthy. His skin slows from his, slows from his body in revulsion. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, he freaking... <laughs> You know what he did to him? He did the same thing that um, Roger Rabbit did to the bad guy who framed <laughs> Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was exactly what he did. But um, it was it was dope, man. It was it was super dope. I'm loving every single minute of this. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints so far. I can't wait to see what's going on. I'm wondering what's going to be the end for Uranus or Uranus, however you want to pronounce it. Are the Eternals in general like what's what's you know that's another thing too like like the Eternals have been pretty much um, 
have been pretty much split between those two factions. Yeah. Um, you know, like you have a group of Eternals that are that are literally about to kill one of their gods. I mean, which is more than a sin. They they had to they had to take down their mental safeguards to allow the mutant telepath to force them to attack the celestial. Like, you know, the leadership among the Eternals is all screwed up too. Like what's gonna happen? And you have deviants, like are deviants gonna are deviants and mutants, are they gonna be considered like cousins or brothers or you know, like what does this all mean? Like so many things. So many things are gonna change. Yeah, I can't wait. I think it's gonna be super dope and I can't wait for it. This has been the uh Ball Black Nurse podcast. As always, be excellent to each other. Oh, and we are on the Dorkening. Yo. I forgot forgot to add that. We are officially on the Dorkening uh podcast. Uh, platform. You can find us on thedorkening.com and you'll get links to everything that we're doing. And a uh, shout out to Deadly Grounds Coffee for sponsoring this and all the other podcasts on the Dorkening. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace. Damn it, Wade. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, Avi. So what the hell was y'all talking about? Um. So hold on. So welcome to the Ball Black Nurse Podcast. I am your host, Red Hood Wade. And back by popular demand, the king of the ring, Brandon Orton. What's up? Let me look at this docket. Let me see if I can find this docket. Um, and the luxurious voice you heard, the uh, Barry White of Wolkveria, Wolk Von Doom. Uh, what's up? <laughs> oh, now you want now you want to take away? Yo, Brandon, so we recorded um, an earlier episode. I was like, and I was like, you know, we talked like strictly about Judgment Day. So I was like, all right, let me just put one. We'll put one episode out Wednesday, just kind of like for shits and giggles, kind of like a special like, you know what I mean? And I was like, we'll mm-hmm. get into we'll get into like, the real shits when you get here. And I start the episode in fucking Hobby's life. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bulgaria. The time on the clock is 2 a.m. It's the time for lovers. Now put down your cape and your, put on your card piece and get ready for your ladies. So don't let this dude fool you about how, like, now he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, you can probably stay that close to your mic. yeah but um so we got some breaking news and i like i woke up i I knocked out early so we could get and record and apparently everybody their mother texts me that we're finally getting a ryan reynolds hugh jackman wolverine movie it was announced talking about who announced that ryan reynolds get the fuck out of here dead serious he announced it like he was he um he went on this whole thing, like, in his goofy wrist. He was just like, I know you haven't heard from this. Holy anymore. shit! Look at he, that! Yeah, it's happening. It's actually happening. Huh. Okay. I hope they don't... I hope this is, like, some... I hope that means Deadpool's in, like, a different universe. Because I really don't want Hugh Jackman to be MCU's Wolverine. Thank you. So that was what I... That's exactly what I was thinking. Deadpool is going to be in the MCU, but I think the biggest issue here is now what happens going forward. Hugh Jackman's going to be in Deadpool 3 for a total of 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool's going to, like, kill him by accident or something. I'm in stupidness. So it was funny. So Ryan Reynolds goes to this whole, ty- whole thing about, like, he's like, yeah, we want to make sure that whatever we announced, it was special. And he goes, I got nothing. <laughs> and then Hugh Jackman walks by and he goes, Hey Hugh, you want to be in Deadpool three? And you Jack walks by. He goes, "Sure, Ryan." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "They did shit. a video." Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It's fucking dope. So yeah, we're actually so what's actually happening? Ryan Reynolds will actually be in. Um, see, Hugh Jackman will be in the next Deadpool. The uh, logo shows Deadpool's uh, the lo- the Deadpool emblem with uh, the Wolverine three claws slice claws going yeah. through it. So. It's happening. What do you guys think? I mean, good, Javi. I don't. I don't care. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, this was gonna happen. Like, you think this wasn't gonna happen? Like, who's I thought he was done? It? Really? Yeah. So did I. Like, he was. I thought he was what, done. Well, what? Well, he's done. Oh, I think it's great because he's probably done with those like insane. I work out like you know like a mad person, and I'm eating boiled chicken two times a day because I need to 
open up the calories and stuff like that. Well, yo, yo, he's 53 years old. Now he got to get back in Wolverine shape because well, he can't he come back not in Wolverine shape. Well, he doesn't have to necessarily look like Super Wolverine because it's not like he has to take his shirt off or anything. He can just, you know, walk he around. Jacked look- up arms. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to put him in a yellow suit finally. Marvel's going to put him in a yellow suit. There's a zero percent chance he's not in a yellow suit. I don't think we get Hugh Jackman in a yellow suit. I think we're gonna get like bar brawl looking Hugh Jackman, but I think the MCU Wolverine will actually be in the yellow costume. Or that like orange brown costume from like the eighties. Yeah. But he he's not gonna be in that black fucking S and M bullshit. No, 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 no. That that is the you know what? Don't be shocked if we actually do see that as a joke. What in the black suit? Yeah, make a joke about it. <laughs> I, yo, I hated those X Men costumes. You do realize that X Men, uh, what's the movie? Apocalypse. Wasn't it Apocalypse? At the end of the movie, they had that fucking case with the fucking yellow Wolverine mask in it. Oh no, that was the end of the Wolverine, where he had the where he opened up a case and he had the brown and yellow costume. What a waste of fucking time that was. <laughs> the Wolverine was ass. I yo, I that movie was fucking I, ugh, ugh, I I couldn't stand the Wolverine. That second Wolverine movie was was atrocious. I will not go back and watch it. it, it the whole Fox X Men experience was. Thank a, you, Javi. Thank you. I, I'm looking back like yo. I, I used to be like you know what the first one was okay. Which you know what the first one no the first one was garbage too. Actually. Yo, Yo, this is what we're gonna do. Yo, next was garbage. Yo, next Ball Black Nerds episode we do um next week. We're I'm I'm gonna bring up everything that Sony Fox uh, excuse me, it's not that I can't speak. 20th Century Fox has done, and we're gonna rate it from one to ten. We're doing that. That's happening next week. Just just yeah. put that on the docket. I don't need five through ten. <laughs> I have done at least five podcasts. On how much I hate those Fox movies, at least five. Uh, so you know what? Speaking of which, so since we're already here and we're talking about the X Men, let's get into my favorite thing: the news, aka, do you care? And the first one there, the New Mutants is coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> do you Come care? On. <laughs> Come on. You're the only person who watched that stupid shit. Uh, you guys need to watch it. I watched it. Javi, I, I, I didn't hate it. Thank you. It wasn't awful. It just wasn't good. Stop. You thought you thought Venom was good, so I can't trust you. I didn't say Venom was good. I just said it wasn't bad. I said it was entertaining. Listen, um, I did not watch New Mutants as a mutant movie. I watched it as a bunch of kids with superpowers and, uh, <laughs> and it was great. And the girl that plays Magic is awesome. You watched it as a horror movie. Yeah, like a teen horror movie, like you know. <laughs> that's like, all you need to know about New Mutants. There yeah, you go. That's what it is. It's yeah, you know, take it for what it is. That's how I took it. And honestly, that that came out that the development for that took years, and it happened during the um, transition from Fox to Disney. And I'm surprised Disney even put it out. To be honest with you. Yeah, they just put the fuck it. out. Yeah. They, I mean, that movie got rewritten almost as much as the Flash movie. Crazy. And honestly, and considering how much it was rewritten, it wasn't that bad, bro. It was, like, pretty cohesive. Yo, what is it? There's something going on with Marvel or Sony that they've been... They keep trying to, like, remake it or redo something. I can't remember what it is. Or maybe it's the Flash I'm thinking about. Morbius? But... No, not Morbius. Oh, okay. you, you know the bullshit. We've never talked about this on the show, but... At some point, we need to talk about this bullshit that Sony's doing with Spider-Man properties, with the goddamn Aunt May movie that oh, nobody wait, wait. wants to time fucking out, see. Time out, time out, time out. With the goddamn time out. No, uh, no, 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 no. Stop right there. A what movie? Aunt May. They're not doing an Aunt May movie. They're doing an Aunt May movie. They're not. They're not. No. I mean, what's wrong with that? You guys haven't been. I mean, I know old man's been waiting for the Aunt May movie for years. We've been talking that. About at Sony... fact, we started we started um we started doing I started doing Old Man Wade show with him. The first episode was about his yo sh- yo shut the entire fuck up. I'm not even gonna joke about this. There's no way I'm no 
Absolutely not. No, 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 no. If finally, if <laughs> so, no, it's not happening. Thank, no, it's not happening. This was a 2004. This is from 2014. Thank God that's not happening. I'm not even gonna let Hobby get them you, jokes off. With do the, you know what the movie's supposed to be about, old man? It's no. supposed to be an art main movie, which is like, um, it's supposed to be like a espionage thriller. Because apparently, when Art May was young, she was like fucking Agent Carter, like some type of spy, like some type of fucking spy for Shield or, or something or another. And so it's an Art May movie about younger Art May, where she was running around doing spy shit. That that was literally the origin of Peter's father. So they're they're, they're taking Peter Parker's father's story and giving it to Aunt May. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, think about like Al, like uh, Pennyworth on Epics, which like that type of movie. Which something else no one asked for. And you're telling me that Aunt May worked for Shield, but she couldn't save her husband. <laughs> Wait, Abby. They're also doing a Madam Web movie. Yeah, we, who the fuck wants to see that? Yo, who asked? Yo, that's that's more interesting. And not old lady Madam Web from the cartoon. Madam Web is like twenty four. Yo, dog, she's supposed to be Doctor Strange. She's Sony's version of Doctor Strange. That's the that's the elevator pitch. Is she's they're doing a Craven of the Hunter, Craven the Hunter movie without Spider Man or without? And apparently he's not going to have the beard or some shit like that. Who gives a shit about that? <laughs> the silver and black thing. Yeah, the silver. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. Silver and black. And then there's some movie di- that's being directed by Olivia Wilde. Well, that people uh, think it's a Spider Woman movie. Wait, Olivia. Okay, uh, you know what? Yo, you know why? You know why Sony's doing this? We all know why Sony's doing this. They have to make Spider Man properties, or they'll lose the rights to it. Yeah, same shit. That same shit that was going on with um Fox when they had to keep um pumping yeah. shit out. They were gonna lose the um the uh, rights to it. Yeah, they can make they can make a million crappy movies, and wait for Disney to make one awesome Spider Man movie and make all that money back plus interest. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's the funny thing about it. it it's so I don't know who's worse, them or Fox. At least Tim Fox, Fox or fucking um or Warner Brothers. At least Fox was like, yeah, give me sixty billion. <laughs> he was like, all right, no problem, B. <laughs> he already made that money back. Yeah, we made all we we made all that we made that money back in Disney Plus pre prescriptions. Well, technically, at least Sony made Into the Spider Verse. I can true. give them that. Yeah. And the Spider-Man movies. The Spider-Man movies were good. Were they, they were, good? Yeah, thank you. Know, they were great Peter Parker movies, but they were awful Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man 1 was good. Spider-Man 2 was great. Spider-Man 3 was Was dark. it great? Thank you. It was a it was a they were great. They scenes. made a Spider-Man that shot organic webs out of his fucking arms. Well, that was going on in the comics at the time though. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he it was transforming into man spider. Yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah, he had a problem. That was making him do that. He had a he had a genetic disorder. No, he was he was literally. Sam Raimi said, he, the director said he did that shit because he did not think someone like Peter Parker would be smart enough to make web shooters. That's what thing. Sam Raimi said. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And he's right. One, Spider friggin' Peter Parker's a high school student, and developing friggin' spider spider webs is kind of ridiculous. I don't care how smart you are. Two. To go against that, it's a comic book movie. Like, I'm not gonna let that make me not like the movie. The fact that he shoots organic, what, like, that's fine. Like, whatever. It's a different universe. Yo, and furthermore, he actually okay. So just just for, for you guys to know, it's spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Man turned in Peter Parker turned into an, a whole ass spider that mm-hmm. was actually like a cocoon. And when he got out the cocoon, he could uh, shoot organic webs. He was shooting organic webs out out of his um wrist until Mephisto thing and then he went back to using web shooters so it actually is canon but the Sam Raimi thing is fucking stupid because Peter Parker is probably one of the 10 Thank you. or 15 smartest people in Marvel comic books it was so funny that he was so smart why couldn't he save his uncle Javi <laughs> 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 with the Javi's throwing out yeah man he's throwing heat out here today so it was funny it was an issue with spider-man where he was trying to find something i can't remember exactly what he was looking for but he used his ability to connect his spider sense to his the uh what else thing the web the spider tracers 
And Ant-Man was like, wow, this is genius. How would you create this? He goes, oh, I did this when I was like 14. And <laughs> Hank Pym was like, you create this at 14 and you spend your life getting punched in the face? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, listen, that was my point. It wasn't that he was actually shooting web shooters out of his arms. That I mean, you can have creative license. It's when the director tells me, hey, hey, guys, this core part of this character, I don't give a fuck about. That makes me uh, not like something, right? Because the whole thing about Peter Parker is that he is smart and that he would figure that out. Like that he, Peter Parker is a type of person that would like take some bullshit and figure out how to make something great out of it, which is how he came up to web shooters to begin with. It wasn't like he was backed by Iron Man to do it in yeah. real life. And even in the MCU, he was like, yo, I just, you know, I found out, I figured out this substance in chemistry class and I was able to like make this. He, and it was, it was fucking rickety as shit. If you remember the first Peter Parker web shooter and Iron Man helped make it better, but he figured that shit out because that's a key core to the Peter Parker character. And Sam Raimi was just like, fuck that. I don't give a fuck about that. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, did yeah. you like Spider-Man 3, Javi? Hell no. That shit oh, was okay. garbage. Yo, shout out to uh, my brother and friend, uh, Fletchmo, who was like, he calls it I'm Sorry 3. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. Oh, this is something I wanted. Um, moving on to the next thing, do you care? Not only is Namor a mutant in Black Panther Wakanda forever, but he's not from Atlantis. Oh, where, where is he from? He is actually from a Aztec version of a underwater heaven. So Aztec Atlantis. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't care. Atlantis is a fake place, anyways. Exactly. Look at this shit. Well, I, I honestly, I really like it. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Whatever. I just want to see. The, I just want to see that fucking movie. That's it. When's that coming out? Uh, November 11th. <clears throat> it's still too far. So the name of the place is actually called Talokan, T-A-L-O-C-A-N. And it's a Say twist. That. Spell that again. Uh, T-O, excuse me, <clears throat> T-A-L-O, T-A-L-O-C-A-N. This is very interesting. So Talokan is described in several Aztec codices as a paradise ruled over by the rain deity Taoluk and his consort, I'm not saying that name, it absorbed <laughs> those who died through drowning or lightning or as a consequence of disease associated with the rain deity. Yeah. So um, what he said, so what he said was, he goes, you can take Atlantis from Greek myth or you can adapt it from real, from a real culture. So That's a good point. I can't argue with him. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, there you go. So I'm actually super super happy about that. What do you guys think? Do you care? I know, and I think it's pretty cool because this is looks like it's being taken from the actual Aztec version of one of their heavens. So you know, we know the MCU is getting into like the whole cosmic part mm -hmm. of their world and dealing with gods and stuff like that. So it's a good way to connect um, Namor with the, everything else that's happening around the MCU. So mm -hmm. I'm with it. I think it's gonna be cool. I wasn't sure if Javi, you'd have a uh, particular like happiness to it because like you, a lot of your family is from like one side of your family is Central American. Yeah, but Aztecs is. I know, but it's still you know representation. Still, rep still representation. You know what I mean? Is what I'm saying. Like from like no, you know. You know, Super Woke is only name only, right? I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, until they until they until they make the Chala white. Yeah, they're not. I have a problem with that, definitely. <laughs> yeah, see, so, I don't know. I like representation. I'm a big fan of um people being represented. And I, and I yeah, like but I mean, no, I get that. It's just, I'm happy. I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of Aztecs around in the world now. I mean, there's people that could trace a heritage back then, but shit. This, the, Span the Spaniards had, you know, spent a long time destroying that culture, bro. Yeah. Uh, with something we can talk about on the old man Wade show, which yeah. Brandon should be on for that one as well. But I, but um, the Spanish culture and so and so on and so forth, and never, never mind. We can talk about that. Brandon, do you care about this? Yeah, man, I think that's dope. 
like it looked different. It looked really cool. It looked like it was like Aztec culture sunken. And so, you know, I like having different cultures represented in my fiction. So, yes, I'm excited about that. And I hope they give them some type of backstory that says that these whites that came over from Europe fucked it up. Yeah, I mean, you know they're going to do that. And I think that's probably one of the connections they're going to make between their culture and Wakanda as well. Because it seems like it's two cultures from that that survived, um, you know, uh, extinction at the hands of white supremacy. So, and then well, that when um they open the borders, it put their nation at risk. So that's where this war mm-hmm. started from. So that's going to be so. Yes, yeah, so you guys are right. I didn't even think about that part of it. I wish I would have known thought about that before I started the article I wrote last night. <laughs> but yeah, like that makes a lot of sense. Uh, next up, we have Daredevil: Born Again is a reboot. Do you guys care? Is uh, it a reboot? I thought they said it wasn't. It's a reboot. I mean, let's see how they do it. I mean, they kind they don't have to, but why not? Do I care? No, I don't care. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a I care if it sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's my thing. My only concern is will it be too Disney? Does that, make, does that make sense? With the in Marvel, not really, because Marvel's kind of been its own thing. But I'm very curious as to what do you mean by like to Disney? Me too. I want to hear this. Daredevil. I mean, this is it's. I spent a lot of time last year starting Daredevil's run from like the late '90s up until the current run, and I'm going through it again. I've gone through. I've been, I've been going through it again over the last like month in general. Daredevil is one of the darker characters mm-hmm. because of like his depression. Um self-loathing self-righteousness like his catholic grief and all the other stuff and a lot of that was portrayed in the netflix series and i think part of that is what made the show so good and i i honestly think a lot of it was perfect Mm -hmm. we know that sometimes that some of the marvel shows don't necessarily hint on that in a darker kind of way i just want to i just want i don't want them to overlook it or put a it doesn't necessarily have to be too happy like you know what I mean like She-Hulk is its own entity Moon Knight was essentially changed a lot away from the comic book which was still good and I still enjoyed it but I don't want them to Moon Knight Daredevil if that makes sense I mean Moon Knight was pretty dark pretty dark and actually dark two different things it was very dark yeah I thought Moon Knight was really dark. Yeah, I mean, people and are- also it doesn't have to be that dark. It it really doesn't. Like I, I used to get into this argument. Although I appreciate the Deadpool rated R movies, people would tell me Deadpool has to be rated R. They can't possibly do anything that's not rated R TVMA. And I go, can you tell me how many Deadpool comic books are MA in the history of his comic books? And there's like a couple. There's a lot. We're like, but no. there are. There, but Deadpool does show up in a lot of non. No, but even Deadpool's book is not MA. It's not the only time he's ever been MA was a Deadpool Max run, and it was actually bad. Yeah, he's just yeah. None of his books are MA. So although I appreciate it, I always would be like, dog, his entire history of all the things that made him popular. It's not MA. If they did a movie that wasn't MA, it would be just fine. Well, it would be good. I'm, I'm messing up the, the definition of MA when it comes to comic books, but like, even if you take his regular stuff, his regular comic books, just take just the violence itself. Take that. Don't change anything. Make it mm-hmm. a movie. It's going to be rated R. Well, I think, um, well, yeah, that's the other thing. I don't necessarily, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind that a Deadpool movie should be rated R. Does it have to be? I don't know if it has to be because if you get the right creative team, it's not really going to make a difference. But I think what the rated R does is give the the team a more freedom to do the things they want to do. And at the and at, mm-hmm. at the end of it, it doesn't need the R rating. Then cool. Well, Deadpool is going to be rated R, and it's Disney. Yeah, um, Disney. It is. Already changed Disney Plus um, to include mature content 
Yep. So, I mean, there's no reason to think that Daredevil's going to be any less darker than the Netflix. It's going to have a different tone. Yes. Definitely. And, but, and and don't get me wrong. It doesn't have to be like Dark Knight. I'm not looking for the Netflix, mm. like where everything is like gothic and grim and stuff like that. But I would like for them to definitely hint on a lot of stuff that makes Daredevil the person that he is like season three, I believe it was where he spent a lot of time in the church and like fighting, like with the internal struggle of like, whether or not to like kill Kingpin or how ruthless bullseye was like certain things like that, I think should remain. But I also don't think we're any of us here wants a daredevil where we're like, yo, why, like, why is this so fucking depressing? I don't need 30 minutes of, um, why me and blah 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 blah. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't want them to over over Disney. He's not he's not a miss it's not a Miss Marvel show. It's not a She-Hulk show. It's not a Loki show. It's a Daredevil show. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't want them to make it too happy where it doesn't necessarily need to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh no, I get it. That makes sense. I agree. I agree hundred percent. I'm actually shocked that you. Um, I was waiting for backlash. <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves will be doing a Constantine sequel. Do you guys care? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, Javi's here for this one. I'm um, definitely Constantine. The 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 first movie was probably one of the better comic book movies, especially at that time to come out, and it holds up even to this day. Um, it shows that you don't have to be super loyal to the comic book to make a great movie, and yo. More Keanu Reeves. More Keanu Reeves is never a bad thing. And that portrayal of, the, of Satan was freaking crazy. That was. I don't crazy. think I ever saw the first movie. Yo, watch that joint. I think you. I, I really think you'd love the hell out of it. Uh, we can. I'll add that to the dog. Something we should be talking about definitely. Um. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Dark side has a yellow ring. A yellow lantern ring. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he is scary. Have any? Are you guys reading Deceased? No. <laughs> yeah, Deceased is a really good book. It's 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 Tom Taylor, you know. So Tom Taylor's gonna do his thing. They gave him a, a yellow lantern ring, and I busted out laughing. I was like, yeah, because that's what the scariest person in comic book needs—a fucking yellow lantern ring. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because the last thing he said was. Every living thing fears death. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So after he kills Sinestro, the ring goes right to him. So like, not only does he have a lantern ring, he has the yellow lantern ring. Like it's like, you know, what I, mean? I was like, yo, this is this is something else. He's already got the uh, the new gods behind him. Supergirl is a uh anti-life zombie. I'm like, this is like, how do you beat this? He's already beaten Brainiac. <laughs> Yeah, Darkseed is one of those characters that if he ever decided to go full out, um, I don't care who you are, Superman, Batman, it doesn't matter. You ain't beating this guy. No, there's a new Scarlet Witch Marvel Comics series coming out where she's going to be using her powers to help people. And according to Marvel.com, we're going to see her at her full potential. What that means, I don't know. Gentlemen, do you care? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I'm curious to see how the events on um, Krakoa has affected her. She's been she's been um she's been cameoing a lot, you know, kind of back a background characters. So, um, I'm happy to see her getting a series. All right. Uh, before we go, Brand, is there anything going on in wrestling we didn't know about? Other than, other than my man Dexter Loomis being a creep. The Roman Reigns Sami Zayn sits us. Uh, the whole Roman Reigns Sami Zayn segment was one of the best I've seen in a long time. Uh, that was fantastic. Um, what else? Does, does, should anyone care that Sayara is now in AEW? I mean, I like Paige. She's dope, and apparently she's wrestling again after thinking that her career was over. So that's exciting. Uh, AEW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium was really dope, and seeing the acclaimed win and the people go ape shit for them, like I haven't seen crowd like that 
in a long time. A long time. Like, a long time. Like, they lost their shit for their claim. Uh, he also said that Swerve and <laughs> he also said that Swerve and Keith Lee looked like a 20 ounce and two liter bottle of Pepsi, which was hilarious. Um, description of two people. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it going on with wrestling. It's it's the same that has been for a while. Uh, but WWE wrestling has been getting really good recently. Because of the Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I want to say is... Uh, oh, hold on. Before you go. I also, Javi, I caught up on... Um, I think I'm caught up at least on... Um, what is this shit called? Like the Inhuman... I mean the... Uh, Eternals? Et- Eternals versus the X-Men shit. What is that shit called? Um, uh, AXE. AXE, yeah. Yeah, how do you like it? We talked about it the last episode, but what do you think? I like AXE. Yeah. I they've done some interesting things yeah. in AXE. Yeah. Um uh, in particular, hold on. Okay, now I'm getting lost on the Yeah, episodes. no, we gotta we gotta bounce. We gotta save this for another episode. Yeah. Cause I gotta go too. Damn. Um Yo, I'm glad you're reading it, bro. Like, I, so, I can't. Um, next week, what we'll do is we'll um, if you're all caught up, next week we'll talk about. Oh, we'll get into that. Like first things first. Um, I don't know if you guys want to record. Um, uh, if you have, uh, if you want to start a new thing, and you guys want to talk about the uh, AXC stuff that we may have missed. Um, hobby, if you want to record it, or if you guys want to record bro. sometime later this week. And if I just- find, I forget find like extra hour. I'm using that to sleep, but I'll, I'll see, <laughs> see what we can do. All right. Um, or Brandon. Um, well, Brandon, maybe sometime this week we can um we can discuss it, and I'll just add it to another another bonus episode. But yo, this yeah. has been the Ball Black Nurse Podcast. Uh, this is powered by the Dorkening and also Deadly Grounds Coffee. So I'll go get oh, I could. I mean, you know, could have. I should have done. I should have drank some Deadly Grounds Coffee. I needed that shit. I just woke up. I, I need some Deadly Grounds Coffee to get my stanking ass up when I um. Deadly Grounds Coffee. For real. <laughs> did we do it right? I don't know. But yeah, I think we did it right. <laughs> Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee. I need to I need to get my uh, my uh, my death clock on. Deadly Grounds. Deadly Grounds. Deadly Grounds Coffee. All right, this has been a ball blast. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Giving you all the coffee needs. Making sure you up at night and not sleeping. Eating Deadly Grounds Coffee while you listen to BBN. Eating Deadly Grounds Coffee? I mean, drinking deadly. I eat my coffee, sir. All right, man. This has been the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Ball Black. Ball Black. Ball Black. Ball Black. Nerd. Ball Black. Ball Black. Ball Black. Damn it, Wade.